You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What's up, friends? You guys looking for some kick-ass local clothing? Well, let us tell you about our friends at Soda Stick. Go to their website at sodastick.com and hell. If you find something you like, there's no way you won't. Just enter the code 10KTAKES at checkout to get free shipping anywhere in the U.S. I mean, we're talking about the same exact company that partners with McGolden Light. I wish we could say that about our freaking company. Once again, it's SodaStick, S-O-T-A-S-T-I-C-K.com, and use the promo code 10KTAKES, that's 10KTAKES, to get free shipping anywhere in the U.S. On this episode of It's a Bit, we're back in the studio we're going to give you guys some updates about hashtag free 10K, our golf tournament. Going to give you guys our bit of the week, cancel some stuff, and then we're going to end it with a very special segment. I'm going to give my own stand-up set. Bossman, JJ, and Wags, all of us are coming up with our own stand-up sets. We might do it in the future live. We might not, but we want to do it on the podcast. So that's what we're going to do today is my stand-up at the end. All that and more on It's a Bit. This is the It's Bits podcast, presented by 10,000 Takes. Burgeoning empire called 10,000 Takes. This is the It's a Bit podcast featuring boss man, wags, and journalist Jake. Journalist Jake's a bitch, motherfucker. Hey, you know those guys that do 10,000 Takes? They do some funny bits, right? They're good. They're funny dudes. Yeah. 10,000 Takes. You're hanging with the number one podcast in the Twin Cities. It's a bit with 10,000 Takes. Last name ever, first name greatest, like a spring. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of It's a Bit, presented by 10,000 Takes. I am your host, Boss Man, and only joined again by journalist Jake. Just me and you this week again, Jake. Yeah, we're it's the end of the world. We're the only people left. It's lonely at the top. They always say that once you get to the top of your game, it's lonely up there, and it actually is because everyone has abandoned us on the show. Yeah, well, Bubba's gone. He's well. That's that's actually fine. He hadn't actually been doing anything for a while. But no, it seems like uh, Cam is is gone right now. I think I think Zane or Wags is working, but still, it is lonely up here at the top. So we're hoping to, uh, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll make sure that we'll, uh, we'll our voices will be loud. So we're gonna be the voices for millions the, on the show. The uh, the Freedom of Voices and Choices Act enabled by Ricky from Trailer Park Boys. Yes, we 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 officially are those people, and we are speaking for the people because of the People and Freedoms Act of of Canada. So I think I think though that we are now the top podcast in the world because they say it's really lonely at the top. But what if you're already lonely? That must mean that you're at the top. You can skip all of the work and success that's required to be the best by just being lonely because if you're lonely then you're automatically at the top that's just what i'm that's just the way it works right based on that logic of that statement people should just break up with your significant other and then just be lonely you're at the top be depressed listen to some depressing emo stuff you're at the top if you're doing that you're doing something right if you're lonely if whether you're a businessman started a business or not or not you are an entrepreneur and you are at the top in your mm-hmm. own world i guess right. 
I right. guess. Yeah. So that that that's I guess some good advice to live by, and uh, you know, you know, take that from us. That's that's great, excellent life advice. Yeah, for be all lonely. the for all the kids who hopefully aren't listening to that show or to this show, please take that advice. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, okay. The first thing we have to talk about is the 10K Invitational. So just a reminder, we're hosting our own golf tournament. It's a four man handicap scramble. All the money we raise is going to go to the Zucker's Give 16 Foundation, which benefits the Minnesota Minnesonic Children's Hospital. Uh, it's going to like go to programming and research, and then they have a cool little studio there that it goes to. Uh, and it's on September 30th at Bunker Hills, which is actually a really awesome golf course in Coon Rapids. So all you got to do is pay $110 per person. It's $440 for a four-man team. That includes range, golf, cart. Uh, some cool gifts with our logo on it. There's going to be dinner, prizes, a silent auction. And you get to hang out and get drunk on a Thursday, which in my opinion is the best part of the whole deal. You have an excuse to take off work on a Thursday. Hey, I got to get drunk and raise money and play golf for kids. Okay, what are you doing with your Thursday? Yeah, seriously. And if, if your boss is – it's it's a good excuse to take off that Friday. And you tell them, I'm technically volunteering because I'm giving my money for kids and I'm playing golf. So it's all for a good cause. And But then it's your chance to get fucked up on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. And if, you're, if your boss will not let you take off that Friday, well, they can fuck off because it's for a great cause. It's an excuse to get drunk on a Thursday. Take off Thursday. Take off Friday. Pay PTO. Shit, they, maybe there's a system with your work where you do the volunteer time off shit. Right. Yeah, ma- maybe you get some uh, out of work incentives for that. Yeah, and we'll help you write a letter for your job if, if mm-hmm. that if that's the case. Hey, we're we're doing this uh, charity tournament for for golf, and your employee so and so is going to help volunteer for the event. By you can just call yourself a volunteer, even if you're golfing, because you are. You're helping out a cause. Right. You are volunteering. You're playing golf for charity. So technically, you are volunteering. So it's for a good cause. And you put that on your boss. And you were going to take off Thursday and Friday. You're going to come to this tournament. You're going to get drunk, and you're going to have a good time. People people always ask us. They're like, "All right, you're an entrepreneur. You do media, but what are you really doing to change the world?" And I say, "We're giving We're giving people the opportunity to play golf and get drunk." To raise money for kids in a for, hospital. For, so, for ill kids. If, if, if you can't think of a more fun way to spend your day while doing something good, then you must be fucked in the head. Yeah, seriously. We, we, we are giving people the opportunity to, to pursue their dreams and grow the livelihoods of young, uh, sick, ill kids. And we want everybody to be a part of that mission and that message. So, yeah, if, if there is a business or and or job that you are working for that won't let you in to enjoy that and be a part of that message or communal I'll, mission, uh, I'll forge you. I'll forge a doctor's note. Yes. The episode yeah. of It's Always Sunny. My name is Dr. Toboggan. Yeah. <laughs> Just we'll be doctors. Your, your, your employee is sick and he is unable to come. And you know what? He did one of those pay $90 and Zoom a doctor who's probably not a doctor. And mm-hmm. as that Zoom doctor, I approve his absence for being sick. So you take that sick time off. And due to the Medical Anonymity Act, or for the People's Medical Anonymity Act of Freedom, they cannot share or disclose their medical reasons or the have HIPAA? to talk to the HIPAA. But I like to call it the People of Freedom's Medical Act or something. And they cannot disclose that. They cannot read into the, between the lines or read in further, ask more questions on that doctor's note. So if you get a doctor's note from us, we'll help you with it. You can come out and golf, get drunk for a good cause. Right. It's all like, for a good shit. Like the in the beginning of the workday, they'll be like, what are you sick with? They'll be like, well, my liver's not going to be doing too good later. Yeah. And oh, oh really? Oh, really? You're gonna you're gonna bring this up to to management or leadership that uh, that I took time off to help kids at a at a for a children's hospital? Really? 
print okay. that in the next yeah. uh, newsletter. Yeah, right. Send Seriously. it to the clients. We yeah. got these are the people that work at our yeah. company. You're gonna, they are doing good in the world. You don't have to say you got drunk and played golf. That's no. that's only a minor detail. Right. Of it. Right, that's that's a perk to it. Right, you're, we're helping out again sick kids at the Masonic Children's Hospital. This is serious shit. We're actually helping these people out, raising money for it. Yeah, but that's what you got to tell your bosses. And if and if you, they have a problem with that, it'd be a shame if you went out on Twitter stating this company so and so didn't let me go and volunteer at an event to help raise money for for. They sick must hate children. the community. They must just hate sick kids. They just yep. want kids to die. Right. So there, there's at this point after going through all this. After this lecture here, there's no excuse for you to be able to show up, take that time off, and come out and support kids and have a good time, drink, and, and golf. Yeah, and it's a really good deal, especially in the fall. Fall is the best time to play golf. So once again, you can go to our website, 10ktakesmn.com. There's a tab for the 10K Invitational. You can register your team there. You just got to enter all four players' names, uh, enter your team handicap, which you know you can even guess on that. And then uh, you pay 440 bucks for your team, and you're set to go. Luckily, you live in a world where fucking Venmo exists. So yeah. all you have to do is just send out three Venmo requests, and you get your money back. There you just go. Like that. Smick, Thanks, twenty twenty one. Thank you, technology. Yeah. And a hundred percent of profits do go back to the charity. Yep. We're not pocketing no. anything here, okay, people? Let's let's be real. This isn't this isn't some con or scam. According to everyone shit. on the internet, we already have plenty of our dad's money. So why would we exactly. need to steal yours? I mean, we're, like this is going back. The studio is paid from daddy's money. So I don't see what the issue is. Here. I don't know why we, 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 need we to already steal money. We're, we're, we already have we're, all of it. We're already yeah. We're already one hundred percent funded by our daddies, and um, so we're good on that sense. We don't need to pull off something like that. Um, so but no, this is all one hundred percent legit. Everything's going to the Give Sixteen charity for those children at the Masonic Children's Hospital and to their studio. They the amazing broadcast studio they have, their broadcast suite they have there. It's incredible. You can look up Give 16, their stuff mm-hmm. too, with Jason and Carly Zucker. Amazing stuff. All money goes to that. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. And, and additionally, too, uh, you can let us know. Just DM us on Twitter if you own a business or you know someone who owns a business. Or if your daddy's a lawyer. And your daddy's a lawyer. And you can and, donate a lot of money. Yeah, and if you guys just want to donate and be part of a sponsor, we have like three packages. You can either have your business be on a sign on the tee box. You can pay to have your business be own a hole basically and set up a tent behind the green and do whatever you want with that hole you own the hole or you can get a gold sponsor you get mentioned at the dinner you get your logo on everything you get basically everything included and that's even at a better price than most of these uh charities offer at these golf tournaments so oh the bev card sponsor is still available every time people want another drink they're going to see your logo do you know how many times that's going to be that day Yes, in our group alone, at least twenty. And what do people get? What, what what do people tend to get when they drink more? They get happier. They get more excited. So when they see that associated with the Bev card, the drunker they get. You associate your logo, your logo with, with happiness. With happiness, exactly. Um, because by the time they're done with the tournament and they get blacked out and the bad parts of drinking, it will be past the Bev card. Right. Time. Yeah, that's but, more of the dinner time when I'm going to be cracking bad golf jokes. Yes, the peak buzz time is during the golfing event itself when you're seeing that Bev card. So that's great brand exposure for your brand to come in and really make an impact in this event. Yeah. So once again, go to our website, sign up your team. Uh, If you want to be a sponsor, shoot us a DM. If you have any questions, shoot us a DM. We're really looking forward to having everyone out there. Uh, The next thing is not so happy of a thing to talk about, and that is Twitter jail, hashtag free 10K. As a current update, we have now been banned for 19 days. We have filed four counter notifications against copyright Twitter and those who reported us, and they have not responded, which means we have won in 10 business days. We, we won. We've submitted five appeals to Twitter, and we've heard nothing. So where we stand 
Twitter is basically holding us hostage, putting a fucking gun to our head, and they're not budging no matter how much ransom money comes in the door. It's not even ransom money. It's like the police busted through the door, and they don't even care. They're still putting the gun to our head. It makes absolutely no sense to me still to this day after, you know, we went through the process of the counter notifications, waited 10 business days. It's now been past that by almost a week, over a week, and we're still banned on Twitter, permanently suspended, I should say, over let's let's get this straight here a uh, couple videos with some like couple 10 second videos with a couple fucking songs that didn't have any ads on them no ads we profited no nothing money. from that we never encourage people to download or listen to the full song right in a place that's not spotify but, or apple music but even so even if that were the case which we didn't there was no way we encouraged any violence or killing people when there are still accounts on twitter that have openly done that and they're right. still they're still on there but you no, know, we get banned it's so over ten second stupid. fucking video over music, and they won't respond back to us. They won't even look at our case. Really, it's been we're, we're, we're spamming them every day. So eventually, they're going to get to it. But we don't want it to be fucking a long time. Let's, let's play America's it's favorite so game show. How big of a tech company can you start while caring nothing about the user base? While not caring about the user base, what I meant to say, they don't give a flying fuck about us or mm. any. Dude, I've heard all these horror stories of people who have uploaded their own music to Twitter. And Twitter thinks it's someone else's. They flag it. They get the counter notification. Yep. And then they try to explain it to them. And they, they they follow the same process we did. And they stay banned for months. Yeah. Like, I'm, they, I'm terrified that we're never going to get it back. Yeah, over something so stupid, so minute, that had no impact on anything negatively in the community other than giving some laughs to some people. And yeah, they're banned while there are accounts that are doing other shit. Yeah, I've heard I've heard There's stories. There's porn too. on Twitter. There's fucking porn. There's People porn. are posting Bubba watches porn on Twitter. Yeah, he does. He'll send me fucking weird screenshots once in a while of just uh, like she's hot. Okay, cool. But anyway, it's it's there's porn on there. There's really like graphic shit on there, which I'm not saying should necessarily be on there if it's the fr- if you're that free to open of content on there like as fucking porn, then you should allow a fucking 10-second video of Celine Dion of, uh, over bitch. a video of Wild scoring a goal. Like, yeah, that fucking bitch, dude. That bitch. It's yeah, annoying. It's, it sucks. So I have a Stupid. reminder, dude. I have a reminder set on my phone every day at 2 o'clock to submit an appeal. Yeah. And it's like a copy and paste a template, but I update the day counter. I'm like, it has now been 20 days since you guys have done this to us. And here's where we're at. And I list all of these stats off. And I'm like, please unban our account. You were literally ruining our ability to connect with our community that yeah. we worked so hard to build up. Yeah, fuck And them. this isn't fair. I'm like, please do something about this. Like, I noticed on Instagram, one of our videos got flagged. They just said, we're going to, here's what we're going to do. We're going to block the video in these countries where it's illegal and we're going to play it in the rest and that's it. Yeah, that's, that's it. all it took. Or, or yeah, they remove it in the, yeah, those countries and that's it. It's like, why doesn't Twitter do that? You're literally, your algorithm for just flagging everything, which is sometimes even incorrectly and mistakenly flagging shit. Yeah. What the fuck? And, and the way and you flag it, and then the system is like, oh, we're barely going to tell you. We're going to send you a cryptic email of what's going on, and then you're suspended. Not, not with, give you any time frame. Not, time frame, nothing. Not no really next information steps. on next steps. You got to really dig into it. it. It's it's so ass backwards with their system. And then when you try to, you can't call them. You can't do a live chat. You got to do an email system where they open a case. It's so fucked up the way they run everything because like they don't they, they don't allow for any room for like th- there's so many errors with this system with the bot going around they don't have a system in place to be able to pick that up it's just oh no it's been flagged no fuck you who cares it could be wrong but whatever you're 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 permanently suspended for now so many people have probably built up accounts on there built up followings and 
share it stuff with people and they're just they're fucked it's like driving a ferrari a into a dark tunnel but not knowing when you're gonna hit the other side yeah it's like it's like someone you, not... you don't you don't even see the light you're just in darkness and then suddenly yeah. there might be light but you don't know you could be driving that tunnel forever right exactly so there's Hitting no one there to tell you banging into shit you know one there to like guide you you could you don't know if you're what you're doing is necessarily wrong you're just you're just doing it like we like a 10 second song over a video, we're not going to know hundred percent. We're going to get that flag. But if you do, okay, make us aware of it in a more apparent or obvious way. Like, Hey, you, got, you guys should delete that tweet. We mm-hmm. never got those. We just said, Hey, no, they're just like, Hey, we took that down. And like, we gave you a strike and we're like, Oh shit. And then we did it a few more times. They're like, Hey, now we're going to well, suspend the, your account. But, we're but, not going to tell you what to do. No. And they did it months later. Like they flagged us on shit. That was six oh, months old yeah, from March, from March, February. Oh yeah. Thanks for Even, flagging uh, us se- now. September was one of them. Yeah. September. And then, and then flagging us now m- months later, almost a year later when we posted this content that you permanently suspend us, their system is so fucking fucked up. Dude. And, and I, I think they're like purging the internet because I've seen a lot more tweets now that say, this tweet has come from a suspended account, therefore the content is unavailable to view. It's like you're ruining Twitter. You are the you are the, a space of the internet where people can be freely creative. And not saying people go on there and write a bunch of derivative hateful shit, but like be creative, make funny stuff, make funny content, videos, make people laugh and shit. And literally, you're just you're like you're literally going around like fucking Nazi Germany, shutting shit down, mm-hmm. and and like fucking narrow having a narrow scope of what can be said or not. I don't know, and it's fucking stupid. You're you guys really make the internet. billions of dollars. Like, figure yeah. it out. Yeah, or have a better they're, and, system. And they're, they're always saying we're sorry and we appreciate any no, feedback. You don't. We're 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 trying to figure out how to safely do this. It's like, oh, shut uh, the fuck no, up. you have you have thousands of employees, and it's taken you months. Like, remember verification? They took like two years off of verifying accounts because they didn't know how to do it in a way that made sense. They were verifying every fucking account that had the smallest following or credibility. And then they just put it on pause. You had actual journalists like Jesse Pierce getting rejected for Twitter verification because they screwed it up so bad in the past that they didn't know how to, how to get back. So they just shut down the whole system. I'm afraid they've done that with account suspension. They're like, clearly we don't know how to handle unsuspending Mm -hmm. accounts and dealing with it. So we're just going to ignore it. We're just going to ignore it. We'll get back to this in about a year. We're going to look through our process. Yeah. No, this no, should be like Jack a Jack Dorsey's going to spend a month on a mushroom vacation up in the fucking mountains of San Bernardino. Pre- preaching about how his platform, we're, we're an open space for free talking. Oh, yeah. fuck off. Thanks for spending all my money on nose rings, you fucking yeah, prick. And, and growing out your fucking weird-ass beard, dude. I yeah, don't looking know, like a terrorist. Like, you look like a terrorist. At this point, he is a fucking terrorist. I wouldn't trust Jack Dorsey around my children. No, me neither. Not I don't know, what, I don't know no. what he's going to do, if he's going to recruit them for some or, mission. Or suspend them. Or give them drugs. Or suspend them for no reason. Put them in, hand, the world. Put them in handcuffs. You're and suspended. Don't what? tell what? them what they've yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack Dorsey's going to put his kids in handcuffs. Put me in handcuffs and, and be like, figure it out. Me in a room. What, what, why are you doing this? Figure it out. You got to figure it out. You got to figure it out. Okay, I'll tell you what. I actually, you can send an email I, to Twitter support. I actually do have. Okay, here's a proposed solution. I know the appeal thing has been. What if we took mushrooms and we opened up our third eye and we connected with Jack Dorsey through the psychedelic world, through the interdimension? Yeah. Yes. And and, and we, we met him in the shadow realm and we begged for his mercy to unsuspend our Twitter account. That might work. Yeah, that might work. It'd pop some acid, pop some shrooms. Hey, you open up the third eye, go into the different dimension, go into the upside down, whatever we want to fucking call it. Meet consciousness to consciousness and tell, yo, Jack, I don't know what's going on here, but our Twitter account is that 10K takes and you don't suspend that He wears shit. those sandals and those weird robes that he definitely is not wearing underwear under. Like it's nope. definitely just his balls hanging out And he's out sitting there, robes. what do you want, my son? First off, Jack, don't do that. You're not God. Two, just unsuspend our fucking account, dude. Yeah. Seriously. 
It's, I mean, it's annoying. And I, I would get it. If, if, if we were being like very mean to people and we were like being very derogatory, well, I'll, I'll, like, I'll be you, like, I'm going to kill you. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's time to make a change. But we're literally creating content that people love. And yeah. it's, we're trying to bring people comedy and happiness. It's, it's really a pretty simple yeah. product that we deliver. And now Twitter. Very simple. Because Twitter is so bad at their job and managing copyright law, uh, we're just in jail. We're like we're like that guy. Well, Stephen Avery, the first time around, was uh, he was in jail for no reason. That uh, that's kind of where we're at. Right. No, the murder. Uh, who wrote he, a murder I think he did do that one. The second time the, the he second actually time, did the murder. I, I think he did. The first time yes. he didn't do the murder. Though. But that's no, the example I'm focusing. Let's on. Let's just say we're an un we're an innocent man that was uh, somehow proven guilty in court when everything was against you. Yeah, it's it, it's it's, weird it's, shit it's like, like it's like saying. Hey, uh, you got to go to court, but we couldn't afford to pay your public defender, so you have nobody. So you have nobody, so you're pretty but, much... But, but, but we're working on making the courtroom a healthier place and a safer place, and we'll be getting back yes. to you as soon as we can. But, but but you don't have a lawyer in court. But but, but before we get to that, um, you're going to be sitting in, in jail over here at the county jail for a little while with your handcuffs on, and we'll, we'll, we'll maybe let you know what's going on. And the cops, we appreciate the support. The cops are going to arrest you, and you're going to be like, what did I do wrong? And they're just going to be like, look it up on Reddit. Oh, look it up on Reddit, sir. Um, actually, sir, well... Cora has a few examples. You're going to have to put it up with Twitter support. Wait, what? I'm being arrested. you got to go to Twitter support. Okay, I'm fucked for the rest of my life. That's okay, that's a single email address. I have one of those too. Yeah, exactly. Dude, Ten thousand takes like has a, has has a Gmail account. We are just as good of a system as if Twitter support better. because actually, I respond to emails. You respond to emails. Yes, we're better than Twitter support. I, I think Holy we're shit. I think we're way better than Twitter support at this point. Fucking and there, and I and the thing that separates us is millions and billions of dollars. It's only billions but of dollars in drugs. Dollars. Yeah, exactly. Jack Dorsey and all his fucking mushrooms. All right, it's, it's we drugs. could go on about this drugs. for months. Uh, we appreciate all the support. Keep tweeting the hashtag free 10 K. Uh, maybe just, maybe we'll get unsuspended one of these days. And I'll tell you this, we have a lot of really good content that's going to be released with our, with our unsuspension. It's, it's like getting, it's like the party you throw when you get out of jail. So yeah, cause if, if I'm not, I don't I just, know what one of those parties are like, but I'd imagine they're pretty fucking awesome. Yes. If you get out of jail and when you're wrongly accused, I don't know what that feeling is, but we are going to feel that feeling. I, yeah. I feel like if we run into somebody like, oh, yeah, I was falsely accused of killing my, my wife. It was a bad situation. Like, oh, I, I can relate. Falsely, I can relate to it. Like, how yeah. so? Oh, you were in a case? No, my Twitter was suspended. I got unsuspended. <laughs> Our Twitter account with 7,000 followers got suspended. And, oh, and, and, uh, yeah, yeah. And no, I, was just, I was just heartbroken. I mean, but man. I, I really relate to you, man. Awesome. I, I, just, I, I know what you're Spending, feeling. Every time I clicked that app, I felt like I was in a cell. Yeah, I was on the out. I was in the inside looking out. Yeah, you're like I got that. Pop, I got that pop up message that said your account suspended. And he's like, "Cool, I got the shit beaten out of me by a guy named Jonesy." Yeah, by a guy named uh, and he by, killed four people by a guy named uh, fucking like there's weird ass fucking names in jail. Fucking like, like uh, jellyfish, like jellyfish or some guy. Oh, that guy's what that do you guys, guys over there is know named about nails. smuggling heroin in your and anus your, in your anus. Or, okay. yeah, yeah, fucking always sunny. But it's like, yeah, I got to beat up some guy, buy some guy named Nails. So because, if I can take away anything from this week's talk about free 10K, it's we can relate to prisoners. Yes, we can. We can relate to people Especially who have the been in prison, accused ones. the wrongfully accused. If there's a club or some sort of uh, society for that, I don't know, a fucking talk group or a support group on people let that are wrongfully accused, let us know because we, we'll we need to join that. And uh, maybe we'll start our own and we can bring people in that have been wrongly accused. It'll be Zoom until Zoom suspends us. Yeah, Zoom will then suspend us and then that will be bullshit. But it's bound to happen before we get suspended somewhere else. 
but right now it is it is Twitter, and we are in a battle for our lives, folks. Yep. Hashtag free 10K. Pray for us. On the Twitter. Pray for us. We appreciate your thoughts and prayers. We, we need Follow the backup, though. 10K underscore takes one. Yes. And yes, we, we are trying, we are posting as much as we would on that one, but unfortunately, yes, not as many followers and as, as and much engagement as we would like with the community, but we are on Twitter still. We are still active and we will mm-hmm. never, we will never end this fight. No, never. Um, okay. Let's move into bit of the week. JJ, it's just you and I, so we can drag these out. What do you got for your bit? Um, my bit is the I'm too drunk for this bit. So it's usually when you're heavily drinking and you're trying to do something you might do on a normal or given day. And this is pretty much applicable to almost anything you do um, on a daily basis. I'm not, I'm not talking about driving. You No, stop. I'm talking about stuff that you can still legally do when you're drunk, but it's a lot harder. Like, for example, if you are I was up north fishing this past weekend it wasn't personally with me but it, it, well i was a little drunk it, it things do become to be a little harder you, you know just a simple cast becomes a lot tougher but there was a guy i was fishing with who was just trying to bring in a small little northern like probably like 10 inches small fish and he was like holding it bringing it around the boat and we're like dude just bring it in dude he's like I, I, i'm too drunk for this dude just fucking bring it in dude just bring it fucking in dude and it was it was you couldn't bring it in or just as many things if you go golfing you know, if you get fucking hammered on the course, it's something is golf is already a tough sport in general. But if you get drunk and you're just trying to hit, just even make contact with the ball and you're barely making contact, it's um, I'm, I'm too drunk for this right now. I can't do this shit. Or, you know, f- many different fucking things you try to do. If math. You try to exercise or math or try to do try to figure out the finances of how to split up a payment where we dealt with one time. Oh, like Jesus on an Uber back. Christ. Trying to do that shit, like figure out any sort of like if you're out, of, you're out drinking with friends and you're trying to figure out a split between if you bought food or who to Venmo this and Venmo that. It's so fucking it's difficult. It's a disaster. Like and you wake up the next morning like, wait, they just owed me 10 bucks each. Like if it, that that night, yeah, it's dude. A I, I've gotten to the point now where when we go out, we do stuff. Uh, I send out Venmo requests the next day. Yes, I do what any normal person should do and be like, I'm fucked up. I'm either gonna spend way too much time figuring this out, or I'm gonna do the math wrong and jit mm-hmm. myself out of forty bucks. So yeah. I'm gonna wake up tomorrow and deal with it. It's like many other things with a hangover. You send that stupid text. I'll live with the guilt in the morning. Yeah, exactly. It's same it, fucking it's, story. It's, it's literally you're too drunk for this. Some things are best off in the morning, and it's just like even sometimes writing a fucking tip on a fucking receipt sometimes when you're drunk it's without like, putting I, your phone I, number on it. Yeah, yeah, without putting your phone number on. It. I remember I did that back like almost what two years ago now. I was like, I'm JJ from 10,000 Takes. And Back when we literally we had no fans. We had nobody. That Our only followers us. were us. But I was so <laughs> fucking plastered. I couldn't even write down my name. And like 10,000, I had to keep crossing it out. And I oh, couldn't write God. down my number right. I messed up my number. It's like, I'm, and I was like, I'm, I'm too drunk for this right now. I'm, I'm too drunk for this. I'm, so, g- I'm going to find the landfill that that receipt is in because I really want to read it. Right. It, it's somewhere. It's still somewhere existing in the world. But if uh, we should have kept that receipt because we could have framed that. It was literally just the drunkest scribbled. It was it was just scribbled from literally like almost head to toe on that receipt. Yeah. You could barely just see where I paid. Like you barely probably could have seen that I actually signed and had my tip and confirmed the receipt like barely. I was just plastered. But it, it's, it's something it's as minute as things like that. Where it's just like, I'm too drunk for this. Yep. Oh, I'm too drunk for this. Like, just little things or p- putting shit away or moving something fixing, from the shelf. Fixing something mechanically? Fix something. Oh, Christ. It's it's a complete fucking shit show. Screwing. I had to, like, screw something in once. Or, or fucking my doorknob. This was actually a little more complicated. My doorknob came off of my house and my garage door. 
It just came off one night when I was drunk, when I came home. I tried fucking screwing that thing in for like an hour. I was so plastered. And I'm like, I'm too drunk for this. But the next morning... Lo and behold, it, like it was pretty minutes. easy. It was a yeah, pretty was, easy was task. A pr- pretty easy fix, fix to figure out. It's always just one of those things, you know, I'm too drunk for this. And it's usually easy when you're not, but it's... Uh, you know, if I'm you do say this. that before you drive, though, that means you're a good person. Right, exactly. I'm too drunk for this, but whatever. So I probably it. shouldn't drive. So you probably shouldn't drive. But yeah, literally don't, don't, don't drive. Don't drink and drive. Don't drink it's and drive. It's pretty easy. It's a don't pretty drink and, easy. Don't drink and drive. It's a pretty easy, it's pretty easy shit, you know, unless you're having a roadie in the, in the, in the front seat. And you're consider not myself driving. a man well, of faith. I consider myself a man of faith. And, uh, I don't even, I don't even know as Castellanos hits his ball, the deep left field, his ball is gone. We're actually almost on the one year anniversary of that whole wow. day. Wow. By the way. What a fucking day in history, huh? Yes. All right. Uh, my bit is the I'm important because I take calls on my AirPods outside bit. So automatically, your importance in this world doubles when you take a call outside with AirPods. I mean, that really just breaks down to guys doing business. They don't ever stop. You go for a walk. You got to go out to the car. You got to take a call. You have clients. Mm -hmm. People call you about uh, stock prices, about statistics, cryptocurrency. Bitcoin. Uh, They call you about, about the board. Yep. About the, the, the board, the, the chairman. The uh, they 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 talk to you about the uh, the investments and the investors and the mergers and, and, and acquisitions, the, the meetings, the mergers, yeah, the, the meetings, calendar invites. You, yeah, you yeah. Can, you can't do all of that unless you're doing it all the time. The so DMs, why not buy messages. yourself some AirPods and do it outside and shove it down everyone else's throats who are out just trying to get nice exercise. Yeah, why not? And and we encourage people to go buy AirPods and you don't have to be actually be talking to everybody. Just wear a backwards hat. Walk out there. You could be singing your favorite song if you want. Right. Yeah, sing your favorite song, but go out there and be like, no, the client needs to merge today, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it until we get this deal. <laughs> the brokerage firm. Have, have you seen the episode of Impractical Jokers when they're going golfing? And uh, is Sal the big, one of the big guys? Oh, yes. And he's yep, driving yep. on the green. And, 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 and they're yep. Yeah, and they're like, just just talk about mergers. And he's yeah. like, no, the, co- the two, com- the two, people. The two companies are merging together. They're becoming one. That's like all he's saying. He's like, yeah. merge the companies. No. Oh, merge him. He's like, merge. yeah, yeah. And he, he, he was driving in front of other golfers on the green. On the green. He's going in circles. Old woman's like, you cannot be driving on like, the what? green. And, he, and he's like, what? Like, what? Sorry, oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking about mergers. Talking about mergers. And he's like, mergers. No, merge the company. That's merge what, them now. I love that because that's the epitome of the guys doing business bit that we came up with. It's just guys, dude, loudly oh. yelling business terms. I shit you not. This brings me back to a story back. I think this was pre-pandemic. I saw maybe the worst thing in public I've ever seen. I was at the Apple Valley Post Office, and I saw a guy wearing wingtip shoes, khaki pants, a Patagonia with a polo under it, a backward, on, a backwards hat, and a Bluetooth piece. And on top of all that, he was saying general real estate terms. He's like, yeah, we can set the rent at 7.5. And this old guy, Glock, he's like, Jimmy, what's up, you old bag? And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, can God smite this person right now and give them the, the virus that hasn't come yet? We just don't want to hit – we, we just don't want the price to hit the ceiling because if it starts going blow, the cash flow is not going to be up before the fucking yeah. stock market and then, crash. And then, and then we're going to we're gonna have to submit that to the, star, to the stakeholders on, on the income statement, and I'm just not going to be able to collect to buy that fourth yeah. jet ski. Yeah, the income statement back to the cash flow chart I'm is like, not going to work with the and stock he's, market And he's price. talking – first off, I didn't think people still had those Bluetooth things anymore. Yeah. I thought only the worst people on planet Earth, really the bottom 1% who probably belong burning in hell – Yeah. Are the only people who own those. But no, yeah. this guy on top, I mean, below his head, 
He was dressed very professionally right. and in a very normal stance. But the ba- the backwards hat and the earpiece. I'm like, dude, someone's gonna decapitate you. Yeah, what style? Where, where did you read this? Just like out of douchebag magazine? Like, like what the fuck? I is was in this a fraternity from? in college. That guy makes the rest of us fraternity guys look bad because that's yeah. They're automatically going to assume he was in Sigma Bro. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm Sigma Bro. He's the guy doing cake stands and shit and all that. But it's the merger, mergers and acquisitions, man. Dude, that, it's important stuff. It's important stuff. Dude, that reminds me of, I don't know if, you, if you've ever seen the show uh, Whitest Kids You Know. I don't think you so. You ever see that show? Dude, holy shit. It was, I think it was on IFC channel like over 10 years ago, but I watched it back in middle school. And it was fucking hilarious. And by the way, the one of the main guys just died actually. I think yesterday, like Trevor Moore. Um, so R.I.P. But he was a guy on that show, a main guy on that show. But they were they had really one of their funniest fucking sketches. I, I forgot. Um, it was this two big firms that were in war with each other over a merger. He wanted to merge one. And this fucking guy goes into his boss's office and his boss is like fucking on the ground. He's like, dude, uh, uh, blah blah blah. Firm has a sniper on the third floor right now. And he's like, he's like, what? Wait, why? He's like, just get the fuck down. And he's just sitting there, but he's like really like calm about it. He's like, so yeah, you know, we're trying to merge and stuff like that. But he's like, okay, no, you're gonna tell me. Uh, you gotta take these binoculars, do a quick peek, and tell me what, uh, tell me what, uh, what window he's on. I know he's on the 30, 32nd floor, but he's on. I, I just can't tell if he's on the third or fourth window from the left. And he like pops up and the fucking starts shooting at him. <laughs> and. And he's like, okay, okay, all right. What what I want to do is I need to get a target in here to be at my decoy because it takes about three or f- five to ten seconds for him to reload after a shot. So I need to bring in one of the pointless interns. And he's like, get get Zach. Hey Zach, come in here. He's like, what do you want, sir? Gets fucking popped in the head by the sniper. <laughs> it was fucking weird. And then he's like, then he starts he's like, okay, suppression fire. That's probably and, yes. like metaphorically pretty close to what it's like when you're going to war yes with another company yeah and then and then he gets on the phone he's like he's like no i'm not gonna accept that offer man we're going three two or that's fucking it yeah like going off and he starts like they start shooting each other and they start putting like fucking like missile cannons like they're on a fucking war field shooting it back (laughs) at each other and then all of a sudden he gets back on the phone he's like all right now you're gonna stop all right fine deal yes hell yeah and then he turns back to the guy that initially came into the office in the first part of the skit. He's like, "So, uh, why, why, why do you, uh, why do you come in?" Yeah. He's like, "I just wanted PTO um, taken off in a couple weeks for my brother's wedding." He's like, "Hell no!" Like it, uh, just, it was just like it was like it was. I literally forgot what it was called like mergers, business wars, some. That's shit. That's probably pretty it's accurate though. So fucking fun. I encourage people to look that shit up. Like it's fucking hilarious. But like I'm like this is like metaphorically accurate to the mergers, right. acquisitions, the guys who are on those Air- AirPods. You know they're they're trying to do their mergers and brokerage and investment shit. And they don't give a and, shit if your family is having a nice relaxing picnic. Right. No, they don't give they don't give two shits. They're trying to merge. They're trying to get, get the deal done. It yeah. is fucking war. Right. We are. We know that we're entrepreneurs. Right. We've merged. We might. We we're gonna merge. We're we're, we're gonna take take action. We're gonna participate in the mergers and acquisitions bit. I'd like to merge with a woman. Yeah, I'd like to merge with a woman. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> Boing. Yeah, pretty much. Gosh. Uh, okay. Let's move on from bit of the week to canceled. This bit is canceled culture is alive and well in 2021. And why aren't we allowed to cancel people? So Jake, who do you want to cancel this week? Um, I just saw, I didn't watch it, but I would never, I don't think I could, but Joe Buck apparently is guest hosting Jeopardy this week. No. He should have done the porn thing. Yeah. I'd rather him do porn. I I just, I I might actually tune into like tomorrow or something really quick or something just just to watch it. But like people are like, I saw people like on Twitter or Facebook, he's actually done a good job. I don't know why people hit. It's like, no, no, just Joe Buck doing Jeopardy. 
like he goes up. All right, this uh, looks five hundred. <laughs> let's look up our. our uh, I'm trying to think. I'm doing a Tom Brennan voice. Like uh, I got to do a warm up. Boxall. Okay, no, there we go. Well, so the whole bit with Joe Buck is when he's in a place he's unfamiliar with doing an unfamiliar sport or activity he's calling he just yells out general terms three times yeah he he would probably just be like 400 yeah 500 no he 300 no no he's probably going to be like uh uh answer is correct all right next category sports 400 that's the daily double (laughs) great move by you shirley and it did it just be so awkward. It's so weird. Like, it's like, let's look at our categories. Four hundred. Aaron Rodgers. You just I better not Rogers. stand up because now my pants are tight. My pants are tight. No, if there's actually like a fucking Aaron Rodgers clue or some sort of Packers clue, he's gonna like start like blushing on camera. He's going to need to go, cut to commercial so he well, can go jerk off in the it, bathroom. Before you know it, like one of these episodes this week, like they're just gonna bring out like Troy Aikman, a dude co host. Hey, hey, Troy, hey, Joe. I'm going to bring in a co-host of Jeopardy. He's like, hey, Troy's my boy. I don't go anywhere without him. Okay, fine, whatever, fuck. Just and let they, him have they him. both pick their favorite characters and yeah. kind of have that subtle, like, tense argument about which one's better, you know? Oh, like which Kind of how they do with the Packers and the, and the yeah, Cowboys. They're, they're going to go on. There's that low-key favoritism being played. There's going to be, like, a, a, an argument on, on set right there live about who the best contestant is. I don't know, Joe. Uh, uh, John over here is the three-day contesting champion. He's going to do a great job. I don't know about that. Uh, we'll see if he has the Aaron Rodgers mentality of it's like, Jeopardy. It's like, hey. Let's look at our categories. John is a Cowboys fan, but Jake voted for Aaron Rodgers' brother in The Bachelor. So there's kind of that tension there of who's the favorite. Yeah. So, so the, gonna, they'll bring that up. That. Oh, yeah. They'll, 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 Joe Buck, like, he, you'll find, like, little shit on that, a connection. You'll find, like, yeah, Jake over here's brother was voted for Aaron Rodgers or some shit, and then it's going to be just some weird shit. What was the Brett Bachelor's name? Was it Jake Rodgers? Or... Wait, so his brother was on The Bachelor? Yeah, Jared Rodgers. Uh, no. Jared or uh yeah, there's Jared or uh, Jared or Austin Rogers. I gotta Google it. Shit. You got Jordan Rogers. Jordan Rogers. That's Jordan right. Because he was the quarterback for Vanderbilt. Right. He voted for uh, he voted for Aaron's brother Jordan on The Bachelor. So I really have to go with with this guy. What if he like commentates? That makes my penis tingle. That makes my penis tingle every time. Like it's between an answer. Like sports are four hundred. This this blah 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 guy won three Super Bowls with the uh, with the Patriots. He's sitting there waiting for it. And the answer comes out now. Uh, who is Tom Brady? That is correct. And he was sitting there waiting for it. And it is correct. <laughs> that is correct. And that pass Dude, is caught. No, it, it may not even be that much words. It's going to literally be probably just like five. He's already going to say a total he'll, like of I said, words he'll, he'll just blurt out key vocabulary words that are associated with Jeopardy. Yeah, with, with trivia. Correct. Yeah. Wrong. Incorrect. Points. In, incorrect. Points. He leads questions. He leads the game. I mean, Jeff. Uh, he's the Super Bowl champion of three. Uh, correct. Or no, he's going to be like he's he's so used to like say, stating like when he announces World Series or Super Bowl, like the Patriots win Super Bowl fifty four, and then he just doesn't say anything while like the sounds going on. Like he'll just say, yeah, where, "John has won Jeopardy." Where's the confetti? And he's going to be sitting there staring at like the the TV for like yeah. ten seconds awkwardly. Like, like, Can we get a fucking you, break? You need to keep talking, Joe. Yeah. You got to close no, he out the won. show. What? That's all I need to say. Usually the sponsors pull up at this point. Yeah, yeah. The sponsors. They, they take over the aircraft. Yeah, yeah. See, it's like, the, Joe, this for the last fucking time, this is in a football game. This is Jeopardy. 
Yeah. So I'm I'm canceling Joe Buck already. I haven't right. watched it. No, fair enough. Not not good guest host. Always like, a good, on. always a great person to cancel, especially yes. because he re- refused to announce live porn back during COVID. Yep. All right. Uh, I am canceling professional golfer Kevin Na. So this weekend, my father informed me that back at when the PGA Championship was at Hazeltine, back when Tiger played, my parents took me and my brother there as little kids, and we went up to Kevin Na during the fucking practice round, I guess, when they're just out there for people, right? I mean, yeah, they're getting a feel for the course. They're hitting a few balls. Sometimes they play each other for money if they're Phil, but they're out there for the kids. They're signing autographs. They're taking photos. They're, they're doing the fan favorite stuff before the serious weekend happens. I guess Kevin Na said no. I guess when we asked him for an autograph, he goes, no, not right now. And he like looked away from us. What an idiot. What a, what a what fucking an, dick. What an ass. That's the same guy who took a 16 on a hole, and he's never even sniffed a major. So, Kevin, now, how does it feel to be a fucking hack how, and a laughing stock of the PGA? Like, how do you get to that mentality? Like, if I was, like, I could be at the top. I guess I would never know what it would be like it'd be to be a top golfer, but, like, I would never get to that mentality. Be like, no, fuck off to a kid. Like, what? He wears just, pa- give, just have an autograph. It takes I'm gonna keep, No, I'm going to keep insulting him. So, he wears pants that are too big, but he's a short guy, so he looks like a kid wearing his dad's clothes. Uh, he took a 16 on a hole, which it takes a fucking idiot not to take a drop when you're that deep in the woods. But his dumb ass kept hitting it, and he'll never win anything or amount to anything in his PGA career. So, Kevin, uh, I would say we're even. Does he still golf? Yeah, he still plays. Oh, man. Well, he doesn't should, win we should, anything. We should, we should go to the next doesn't have any, major. Does, let's fucking light him up. Yeah. No, no, we're going to hey, do Hey, Kevin, how's that 16 treating you, bud? Hey, Kevin, do you remember me? Hey, Kevin, remember that 16? Yeah. Well, Pepperidge he, Farm remembers. What What was he trying to? Well, yeah, Pepperidge Farm Farms remembers. What uh, what was that? What were you trying to sign? Have him sign like a hat or something? You show up to that same hat. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Kevin. You want to sign my hat? Me? Just kidding. I don't want it. Your signa- like Your signature psycho. is worth a pubic hair. It's worth, it's worth dick, dude. And and you know what? It, you would have been honored to be, have me be uh, the signee. I'm not shitting you guys. Look up a something. picture of Kevin Na. He he wears pants that are too big, and he's a short man. He looks like a kid who wears his parents' clothes and tries to go in the liquor store and be like, hi, can I have this case of beer? Son, you're 14, and you're wearing your father's pants. It doesn't check out. That's the way Kevin Na dresses himself for professional that, golf. That. This guy's a multimillionaire. Yeah, of course he's successful in golf, and the fact that he's on tour is enough, and he's probably won some dinky little tournaments that no one cares about. But it's like, dude, at least buy pants that fit. That was always like with Trump in his suits, how his hands were like drowned. Mm-hmm. Dude, yep. you have billions of dollars. Yeah. Go to a tailor. Just get it tailored. Fuck, people like, people like me and you, going to a tailor is actually a financial decision because yes. it does cost extra money mm-hmm. on top of an overpriced suit. You're a professional golfer, man. Just spend the money. Yeah. You look like an idiot on TV, and you don't sign little kids' autographs, yeah, yeah, so you, get fucked. You're an ass. It's, it's just fitting for him to keep dressing like that. Yeah. He can look like a, a, a shit show, and we can laugh at him. But I think we should show up and just pull the whole Happy Gilmore bit and just try to follow him around, you jackass. Every time he's about to swing or hit or putt or whatever, I think that'd just be fucking hilarious. And if he gets pissed, what's well, like, dude, we're going to make your life a living hell because you didn't sign my autograph when, yeah. I was, when I was eight, dude. All you had to do was sign it, man. Why didn't you sign it? That's all he had to do. I wonder if that day he was wearing this visor because he looks like a fucking douchebag. Yeah, I, I recognize him. Oh, he is a kid. You want to know what? I hope he has a son who grows up, is so good at sports, and has beautiful legs. And I hope that one day God takes them from him. Yeah. And <laughs> the thing from Talladega Nights. Oh, yes. And I hope they're paralyzed. Yeah. I hope they're paralyzed. Don't you put that on me. <laughs> Don't put that on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> you are not paralyzed. I am paralyzed. Oh, yeah. I am. I'm going to no, stick this it, No, it's time, <gasps> it's time for him to know. All right, wake up, shithead. <laughs> <laughs>
That's what I'm gonna do to Kevin Na. He yeah. has a he has a beautiful child who I don't know if this is a boy or girl. That makes me sound offensive. I genuinely can't tell. Can you tell? What the what uh, child is that? That's a baby girl. I think, I think that's a girl. Okay, well baby I hope girl. I hope she grows up having some role model outside mm-hmm. of her dog shit father who who she looks up to and wants to get autographed and that person says no yes. right to her face, right in front of her dickhead dad. Yeah. Yeah, I hope I hope I hope that happens right to him, and then he gets pissed off. Well, he might not. He'd be like, or, or no, no, he'd be a dick and be like, nope, nope, he doesn't want your autograph, honey. Yeah, yeah. He won't even go the, the go to the distance of even bringing he'll, her he'll, over. He'll he'll say, he'll or he'll autograph. say, honey, you have my autograph, which is the yeah. only one that matters. Which is the only one that matters, hun. I mean, yeah, I'm your there are father. only a thousand other golfers who are better than you. Me. Will only look up to me as your only celebrity and entertainer in your lifetime, honey. Yeah, I'm the only one. If you know I find what? you I'll... idolizing anyone else. I will kill if you. I if I had to sit in a room with either Bryson DeChambeau or Kevin Na, I'm picking DeChambeau. Oh, me too. After he's going to sit I'm there and blabble on about physics and rules and how he's going to live to 200, I'd rather have that yeah. than have to sit in a room with a man who denied my fucking autograph as a child. But DeChambeau, and might... you know what? I, I get it. You know, every, he's he's probably been to other tournaments and has autographed and been friendly. Maybe he's having a bad day. But but still, but it's a practice round, and it's you make kid. millions of dollars. Your yeah, problem, your problems round. aren't bad enough to the point where you can't be nice to kids. Yeah, just sign a damn, just sign a fucking hat. It's as a child, hard. that probably would have meant the world to me. As an adult now, I'd probably throw away that hat because I'd be like, he's irrelevant. Yeah, everyone's gonna be like, who signed that hat, Kevin? Nah, who's that? Exactly. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't. You didn't. Like I, I, I. Oh wait, him, no, but. no, he is famous. He's the guy who took a sixteen on the first hole in a tournament. Yeah, he's a and professional he's, he's golfer. He's all over. Twelve over par. Although that was pretty impressive. He did go the rest of the round like four under par and shot 81, despite the fact he went 12 over on the first hole. So I guess credit to Kevin on that one. Credit to Kevin, but not for ruining childhood dreams. Right. You know, just what an ass. All right. Pure ass. Well, uh, that's it for Canceled. We're going to take a quick break here, and we'll be back with my stand-up performance. Hey, everyone. Boss Man here. Just a reminder that It's a Bit is officially sponsored by the Better Edge app. Better Edge is a legal online sports marketplace that allows you to post and engage with other sports betting fans, place no commission positions in an online marketplace, compete in head-to-head challenges with horrible bettors such as myself, compete in public or private competitions, and buy or sell positions such as the spread, over-under, or money line at the current market price. All you got to do is use the promo code 10K, that's 10K, at B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com to get a free five bucks when you sign up and verify your ID. Once again, that's 10K at B-E-T-T-O-R-E-D-G-E.com to get a free $5. Start betting today. some shitty construction down here, I'll tell you that, man. It's all over the roads. How do you even fucking drive anywhere? I need to get Elon Musk, we need to call him in here and build one of those tunnels. Yeah, I'm gonna get rid of this thing. You guys ever notice how all playground tunnel slides look like penis? Nope, can't do that, can't go there. 
Jeffrey Epstein ruined it for everybody. No more jokes about that. But we can, though, we can make jokes about neck injuries. <laughs> oh, did he kill himself? Uh, did someone else kill him? The world will never know. Jeff Epstein, now great. The FBI is probably on their way here. You want to know what I hate the most in the world? It's grocery shopping. No, I shit you not. I literally think grocery shopping is worse than checking yourself into a federal penitentiary in a bad area. It's terrible. All the way from having to write the fucking list to going there and getting your fat ass off the couch to taking everything off the shelves, dealing with other people, checking. It's, it's just seriously the worst thing in the world, and I hate it. And they're all things I choose, right? I choose to have these problems. I choose to shop at Walmart. I choose to save $7 and be financially responsible. And then I choose to go to Las Vegas and blow $1,000 at a sports book. I'm in control. I'm serious. I get to choose everything. I get to choose my own destiny. Hell, if I want to choose to ruin my life, I can do that. And I might. I'm in control. I'm always in control. But the thing about Walmart that bugs me the most, man, are the fucking carts. I'm a genuine believer that it's standard practice at Walmart when they get a whole new shipment of carts that come in from corporate to not use that little nice ramp on the truck to get them off. They just rifle the fuckers off the truck right at a wall. Seriously. Jim, I swear to God, if you pull another car off that truck and you wheel it down nicely, you fire. That's it. I'm firing you finally. No, we don't want our customers to have nice carts. That's not part of the Walmart experience. It's all about saving money and living better. Yeah. And that goes, that goes all the way back to the front office. You know? I mean, so help me God, if one cart leaves this factory and all four wheels work, someone's getting fucking fired today. Yeah. Our customers don't shop at Walmart because they want their carts to go straight when they let go of them. No, 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 no. They want the carts to go slamming into the wall to the right, or better yet, to hit a child. That's what Walmart wants. Like, seriously, I, I seriously think they fire people if they notice that a cart leaves the factory with all four working wheels. It's just not a thing. The other thing I can't stand about Walmart is self-checkout. I'll tell you this. I'm a big believer in technology. I love what it does for people. I love what it does for the world. But there are some times with technology that you're giving people a little too much responsibility. You know? Like the self-checkout. So there are four types of people who use self-checkout, right? The first person you get is the angry dad who didn't want to wait in the line, and he decided that he was going to put the entire fucking U.S. economy in a shopping cart. I'm talking about the whole cart itself, the little basket that you're not supposed to put kids in that kids are in all the time, and the entire undercarriage. And they think that that little two-by-two -two space of real estate is going to save them all the time in the world, rather than waiting in line like the rest of us and trusting someone who gets paid to scan your items and bag them. No, he would rather take twice as much time and make it twice as bad for everyone else to scan our own stuff. And we gotta sit there and wait in line while this guy hit, puts his loaded cart on the self-checkout. It just blows my mind, you know? Just wait in the line, dude. You don't wanna go home anyways to your screaming kids. I know you don't. Just wait in the line. 
The second person you get is the old guy who just wants to blame everything on the technology. Hey, hey, the machine's broken. You know, he calls over the poor woman who has to stand there and help everyone with all the issues that self-checkout brings. I'm done with this shit. I'm not getting $10.50 an hour for this shit. Nope. Finally gonna do it. I'm finally putting in that two weeks and I'm gonna attend theater school or whatever the fuck that she's thinking. And he's sitting there on the phone. Yeah, Esther, I'm still stuck. I'm still stuck at the self-checkout because the machine's broken. No, sir, you literally are trying to put your credit card in the fucking cash slot. It's not broken. No, no, it's, it's the technology. I pressed the right button. No, sir, you're calling your wife on a flip phone. You should not be allowed to put any judgment on whether technology works or not. God, self-checkout, man. There should be an age limit on that shit. I'm serious. Call me ages. I don't care. I've been through it enough. The third person is the chick who thought it was Black Friday in the fucking clothing department, and she put every single black clothing item in her cart and decides that she's going to use self-checkout to check it all out, you know? Well, it's all black minus the Hello Kitty zipper up. <laughs> she hasn't worked at Macy's in five years, so she forgot how to fold clothes. She's just rifling the hangers all over the place. Fucking, you're sitting there scanning your ham, and you're ducking. These hangers are flying all over the fourth person you get in the self-checkout is the best of all. That person's me. What I do at the self-checkout, I don't know how to bag groceries. Once again, we're going to go back to this idea of sometimes the technology gives people a little too much responsibility than they can handle. I'm not shitting you. I'm 24 years old. I don't know how to bag my own groceries. You'll see one bag just packed to the brim with shit, right? To the point where the bottom of the bag is about to rip and everything's going to go everywhere. And then the other bag just has ham in it. You're either that person or you're a liar because no one knows how to actually bag groceries other than the people who do it. So you know what? That's why I wait in line for Should we get some water? Unlabeled water. I don't think erectile dysfunction exists. I don't believe in it. I think you just get sick of your partner and you, your expectations go up. Yep. Look at your dick and you're like, why won't you go up? They're like, you gotta find someone else. It's like, alright, I'm gonna try some pills first. If that doesn't work, I guess we're going to divorce number three. Let's wrap up. Alimony to two. Gotta have the dick work, though. Any of you guys work in corporate America? Yeah? Yeah, you? Yeah, you look like the kind of person who talks shit on the, uh, on the Skype. By the way, we're in 2021 now. We don't work at the office. So we have to talk shit over Skype, like, oh my god, Susie's been away for 55 minutes. That bitch doesn't even work. Yeah, you're talking shit over Skype about your boss. Then you join a, you know, like a WebEx and you gotta share your screen and then someone's talking shit and it pops up on your screen. Uh-oh. Yep. That's how you get detention now. No more people overhearing conversations now that we don't go in public. It's strictly reading Skype messages of you talking shit about other coworkers while sharing your screen. I know you can all relate. You, what's your name? Jim? You work in corporate America, Jim? Yeah, you do? So you're dead inside too. Nice. High five. Corporate America, yeah. You know, my favorite thing in corporate America is just how obvious the chain of command is. Have you guys ever heard of that expression, that shit rolls downhill? 
And I'm not talking about that thing you and your friends did on ecstasy at Lollapalooza last year. That was a, that was a whole different thing of shit running down there. Trust me. This, this, is, this is more of a figure of expression. So basically how this works is it means that if you are anything lower than the top person in a company, you are going to get bitched at for something you didn't do, right? So it all starts with the shareholders. The CEO's on the golf course. He's smoking his cigars. He did his one-hour work for the day. He got out of there. And he hears, bah, 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 bah. I'm late on my yacht payment. Stock prices down. Bah, 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 bah. He's like, all right, chill out. Yeah, I'll figure it out. He turns around. He looks at his executives. And he says, hey, figure it out. Shit's going downhill. Blame somebody. So the executives turn around. They do it to the directors. The directors do it to the managers. And then finally, once you've gone down all of these different positions on the chain of command, it hits people like me at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, so as the figure of expression goes, shit rolls downhill. What do you do if you're at the bottom of the hill? What if you can't turn around and yell at somebody else? You want to know what I do? I just drink and masturbate a lot. Yeah. Jim can relate. I can see it in his eyes. He can relate to that. I shit you not. The boss looks at you and he yells at you for something someone above did. And you're like, cool. I'm going to go play whack-a-mole with a bunch of Coors Lights and watch porn on my Yahoo account because I don't trust doing it on my Gmail account. I'm, I'm serious. You guys can relate to that. You're not signing up for a porn site with Google. They do way better tracking than Yahoo. I don't want them finding it. Google's going to like sell it to the government and I'm going to get arrested. SWAT kicks them in the door. Hey, put your hands up. We're watching porn. Shit. My life's over. I should have used the Yahoo. Turbo Shitter 69 at yahoo.com. Should use that one. Nah, corporate America's not that bad, but you know what does suck? Being single. God, it's so cool for a little while. It gets so fucking old. Yeah, I guess Valentine's Day is alright, though. You don't have to buy all the candy, flowers. You don't have to go on the date. You don't have to worry about the reservation. It's great. You don't have to do anything until you realize that it's in the middle of February, which is the worst fucking month out of the year. There's nothing to do, especially if you live in the Midwest like us. It's just awful this time of year. So you sit inside, you go on this fun little place called Instagram, and find a bunch of couples who are pretending to be in love that are really just being fake and dead inside, posting about how in love they are and happy Valentine's Day. Oh my God, babe, we've been through so much. We've had such low lows when you fucked my sister. <laughs> we got past that. We've had such high highs, too, like when you graduated from high school. It's seriously, at the end of the day, they're just like the rest of us. They're going home and doing the Coors Light Yahoo porn thing. I'm telling you. They're just like the rest of us. Whatever you see on the internet probably isn't true. It's almost like when you get one of those bombshell 10 out of 10 girls who posts all these pictures like this. I just want to find a man who treats me right. Then another one like this of them laying down, you know, hand up on the towel at the beach. They're like, aren't there any good guys left on earth? I can't find any. My personal favorite is them holding the fish in the summertime. Very grossed out by it. Very clearly they didn't catch it. I caught a bass, but I still haven't caught a boyfriend. And they're like, all right, are you done taking the picture? Yes. And they fucking spike it and throw it. Ugh, that shit out of my hands. Mm -hmm. So then you get a guy like me, 
who's sitting in his chair, right? And scrolling through Instagram. He sees that 10 out of 10 girl say that stuff. He pops, he pops right up. Happiest guy in the world. I'm like, hey, I can relate to all three of those things. I'm a good guy. I'm nice. I'm going to treat her right. And I can hold a fish for like five or 10 seconds without getting grossed out. Yeah, I can do that too. I fucking spike it and throw it away. Okay. It's not that bad holding fish. So when I noticed that I fit all of those requirements that she has posted that she wants in a man, I open up the DMs. And I go fucking walking in there like Conor McGregor, notorious. You know, I fit all those requirements. I'm the happiest guy. I slide in the DMs. I say, hey, what's up? I swear to God, you get an automated response from her that says, hi, thanks for inquiring to be Janet's boyfriend. Please send over your income statement, dick size, and the amount of properties your dad owns. I'm serious. And hey, as a surprise to you, probably, I get rejected. Yeah. Shoots it right back in my face. Big surprise, right? I knew I should have gone for that finance degree. Fuck! Chicks are like super into cryptocurrency now. They're like, oh my god, Bitcoin is so fucking hot. How many shares do you have? Oh my god, we need to get in your Prius right now. Thank you for caring about the environment. If you have Dogecoin though, they're staying the fuck away. They're like, that's a red flag. Hey, he ain't the one. He doesn't know how to invest. But on the subject of Instagram, man, it's just, like I said, it's just so fake. Now, both girls and guys and the other genders will go with. Uh, they're guilty of this one. This is one of my fan favorites. They go to a party the night before. They participate in a gangbang. They do drugs. They drink all sorts of alcohol. They're up till 5 a.m. singing God knows what. And then four hours later, they're up on Instagram posting some bullshit quote that said, The Lord is my home and my savior. And it's like, no, bitch, your home is wine, drugs, and scented candles. No, God can see right through that. He knows what you did last night. He remembers. It's like Pepperidge Farm. Pepperidge Farm remembers. And yeah, that's the life inside of an average, overweight, 24-year-old dude who just spits shit about what he sees. Thanks for coming.